0: Are you a developer or conversational designer looking to excel in the latest AI platforms? Or maybe you're in marketing looking for the latest in audio branding and customer engagement. Or maybe you're a startup, a business owner, an investor, or simply want to know about the future of voice technology. Then Voice Summit held in Newark, New Jersey, this July is for you. Get your ticket at voicesummit.ai. That's voicesummit.ai. We can't wait to hear your voice and meet you at the conference.
1: Today's podcast episode is from a recent Facebook Live interview done by Pete Erickson, the owner of Motive and the creator of The Voice Summit. You'll hear him chat with David Box of Macadamian, who will also be speaking at The Voice Summit in July. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Good morning. This is Pete Erickson. I'm the founder of Motive and I'm the creator of Voice Summit. And this is part of our live stream interview series where we're talking to as many speakers as we can in advance of the conference. I think we have almost 300 speakers. So we've got our work cut out for us. This morning, we're talking with David Box of uh, Macadamia. And David, good morning. Morning, Pete. How are you? Hey, doing well. Doing well. I guess it's a uh, happy Thursday. It's a short week, so it is a short week. Thursday it feels it really like Wednesday. Also happens to be my tenth wedding anniversary today. So congratulations. Uh, um, had a ne- we, my wife and I made a nice breakfast together in our home, and it was really nice. So, Not anyway, standing. let's get to it here. Uh, tell us a little bit about you and and what you do for Macadamia.
0: So I'm the uh, director of accounts and business development for the uh, healthcare group here in the U.S. at Macadamia. We're primarily focused around building digital solutions that improve patient outcomes, ultimately, at the end of the day. We do that in three distinct different categories. One is in UX research and design, everything from ethnographic uh, field research all the way through to interaction and visual design, through to engineering, and then data science as well. We have a strong practice in each of the three distinctive categories, and, and we're really, as I mentioned, focused on improving patient outcomes. Now, our interest in voice uh, really started early on uh, with our innovation lab. We like to say we were developing skills back in the day when uh, there were only 12 skills in the in the skill store at Amazon, all the way through to um, today where we have you know, 80,000 plus I think is the one of the more recent counts. So certainly, we've been in it since the beginning all three and a half, four years of it, as, right. uh, if we think back that far. We've been developing use cases predominantly in healthcare, although there are some applications in, in the early days that were outside of the, the healthcare space for um, digital voice assistants.
1: That's great. I tell you what, back when there were 12 skills, I get asked this question a lot, and that is, how do we view voice as a category? How does it relate to you know maybe previous categories we've seen? And Is voice a broad, long-term category, or is this part of a, you know, is this going to be subsumed into some other trend? My course, as the founder of Voice Summit, and also going back to, you know, 2015, 2016, putting on the very first Alexa workshops, and that, you know, my take is clear that we're building this community, we can see it. But from your standpoint, do you get asked that question a lot from customers of yours, and how do you view this as a category?
0: So, yeah, that is certainly something that's in the forefront of a lot of our customers' minds is this a fad, is this a flash in the pan, or is this something that's going to um, have some teeth to it and some longevity to it? I view voice as an input method as the next wave, quite honestly. I think the numbers support it. When we look at, at uh, some of the more recent statistics around 20 billion touchless UIs in the marketplace by 2020, I think it's inevitable that that voice is the next upward, not the next, it's here already, and it's, it's mm-hmm. a fast-growing input methodology. I think we're early days in it and it's still a little clunky, honestly. It's a little difficult to navigate. Uh, But I think as the technology evolves and, you know, it's so challenging to keep up with all of the innovation that's happening in the space today. We really need to rely on this, I think, going forward and count on it and plan for it in our business strategy.
1: I think I couldn't have said it better myself. So many things come to mind. Remember the very first early websites and what they look like. If you looked at them today, you're going to laugh. You know, you look at Amazon.com's homepage from 1997, laughable as many others were as well. And look at the first early mobile apps uh, that mm-hmm. got out there, you know, from well-known brands. And they just, you're like, oh my God, they really put this out there. I think we're even a little, maybe even beyond that, like voice is going to move faster. I think because we've gotten better at interfaces, you know, user experience, I think mobile sort of laid the groundwork for user experience. But I think one thing that that I sense is this key statistic that, you know, we speak 110 to 150 words per minute, we can type 40. We can also, you know, we do when we tap, swipe and pinch, those are actions. They're unique actions. They take time. They take focus. Whereas voice is you know, has kind of that um, fluidity about it and uh, it's frictionless, right? And I want to know from your standpoint, you know, with regards to patient outcomes in healthcare, is that even a starker contrast when it comes to healthcare and patient engagement?
0: Yeah, there is a very stark contrast there. And the stakes in some instances are a little higher. And when we talk about voice applications in healthcare, it's everything from digital therapeutics, actually using voice where we're Today, it's mostly multimodal, so it's voice and mobile and desktop. But when we talk about, when we talk about voice in healthcare, we're looking at multimodal applications and digital therapeutics, as well as in tools that are ultimately going to help the end user, whether it's the patient or the clinician or anyone in between in that spectrum. Learn more or do better. And so we're seeing applications where doctors, physician burnout is a huge issue today in in healthcare in the Mm -hmm. U.S. So we're seeing applications from companies like Nuance that are really moving the ball forward in terms of mitigating physician burnout through simplification of workflow using voice. All the way through to applications like um, discharge instructions and after you know post-acute kind of instructions and care information being mm. delivered through voice assistants, or mm. things like triage services being developed. Boston Children's has a great triage product called Kids MD, where you can, as a parent, can get information based on on their content. Uh, Mayo Clinic has tremendous content out there in, in different types of of voice applications and voice skills.
1: How many we're, times have we dug for information, uh, whether we're home from the hospital stay or a family member? And so what you're saying is that information now is being packaged up and is more accessible to folks than
0: it ever has been. Correct. And the problem when you do the digging today is that you're digging around websites and, and Google searches that aren't necessarily going to give you the accurate information or the correct information right. even. If you Google simple symptoms you could end up getting very scared at the results that you get back at that, right? It's, right, not, right, right. it's not always pleasant. Sure. So we're seeing content providers like Mayo Clinic and, and Boston Children's and other real reputable organizations start to produce this content and make it accessible to people. And it's reliable content.
1: That's fantastic. So um, let's talk a little bit about the panel you're going to be on, but the longevity economy and exploring cross-industry opportunities. Uh, You're also on with some definite uh, smart minds when it comes to this space. Terry Fisher noted uh, from uh, Alexa in Canada is a physician and really on the forefront. Heidi Culbertson as well, and Theodore Lau. You've got, uh, and Martin from uh, coming over from the Netherlands. So you've got a really nice cross section there. But the longevity economy also promises to be a really is shaping up to be right for the voice first era. Let's comment on that briefly and then we'll wrap it up.
0: Absolutely. So with, 10,000 people turning 65 today every day in the US, brands really start to need to take notice of the longevity economy and across all sectors, anything from finance to entertainment to healthcare, right? Right. Across all sectors, I I think there's a a tremendous, tremendous opportunity that um, brands have an opportunity to capitalize on this aging population We tend to look at the aging population or conceive the aging population to be people that are perhaps more limited in their ability and mobility. But the truth of the matter is, is that 55 plus is kind of the target that you should be looking at from a a brand perspective Mm -hmm. and capturing their attention and their spend today in order to really keep them and capitalize off of that longevity going forward. So huge opportunity here for brands to really pay attention to and focus on that market segment with voice and uh, drive that business forward.
1: Well, we're really excited to have that discussion and the hundreds of other discussions that are going to happen at Voice Summit. If you haven't visited the website, voicesummit.ai. The conference is July 22nd through 25th in Newark, New Jersey at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. David, it's been great chatting with you. We really look forward to seeing you and uh, the Macadamian team in Newark at the end of July. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, taking some time this morning uh, to let us get to know you a little better.
0: Yeah, thank you, Peter. It was great to chat with you as well. And uh, can't wait to see everybody uh, at the conference this year. Looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, just a
1: quick reminder that the uh, the prices do increase on May 31st, which is, I guess, tomorrow. So Now's a good time to get your tickets for Voice Summit. We have uh, starting prices, I think, are just $125 for the expo and, and uh, main stage pass. And then it goes from there. Certainly, we look forward to uh, seeing you in Newark, New Jersey, end of July. David, thanks again and uh, have a good Thursday.
0: Thanks. Same to you. Bye bye.